Time. Time makes all the difference, or it makes no difference at all. Reflections in the mirror, looking back at me. A collection of reflection over the past three years. Though expressions change, one mark remains the same. It's been three years since I was able to walk away, knowing I was free from being hurt by the hands of someone who was to love me, but who only showed me what love shouldn't be. As I stare in the mirror, that one mark unchanged is the permanent indentation left over from the nightmare before Christmas, one cold Christmas Eve. I remember feeling so broken and weak all over again, as I did in that moment. When all those terrors disappear, I see how far I've made it, and all the obstacles I've overcome. That single dent above my eyebrow is the mark of a warrior and a fighter. Just as it reshaped my face, it reshaped my life. When I see that dent, I'm reminded of how many people I've been able to help because of it, and how many I have yet to. Then I smile, because I'm still here, unbroken and fierce. I may still feel those hands around my neck at times. Once that feeling passes, it's a reminder that I'm still breathing, never to feel constricted physically or figuratively ever again. I'll never allow my life to literally be in the hands of someone else. These days, I celebrate my freedom and the ability to breathe easy at last. 121 days I counted, waiting for the safest opportunity to enact my plans to escape someone who'd hurt me in every single way a person can be hurt. This may be difficult to listen to, and it could be triggering for those who've had close experiences with domestic violence and sexual assault. But these words I wrote during those 121 days are my truth. Instead of letting them rot on pages, I want to let them out, free them from simply being ink, potentially washed away, and free myself from the constraints of still living in my story, because I deserved to walk away without the feeling of the past still haunting me. If this gets too difficult to listen to, that's okay. The most important thing is to take care of you. This is my story. This is what domestic violence looks like. And these are some events that occurred prior to me actually starting to document day by day, when I had met with an advocate who suggested that I start actually documenting everything. So even while we were dating, he would sit on me and take things away if I was trying to use them just to try to get me to join him in whatever room he was in. He would try to argue in bed and he would shake me if I wouldn't answer and then he would kick me and take the covers, anything, just to try to get me to respond to him. He would tell me that I was the problem and that I always criticized him. 
but he never thought he did anything wrong and never apologized and didn't feel the need to better himself. And he would dump beer over my head on multiple occasions if I'd commented on how much he had to drink. And this was all behind closed doors. At one point, he even dragged me down the steps as I was running up them to try and get away from him. He grabbed me by my leg and pulled me down them. And while we were driving down the road, whether I was driving or he was driving, if he would get angry, he would reach over and smash my head against the car window. And while I was driving, he would grab the steering wheel and make me swerve multiple times. The day before a proposal, he uh, actually broke my car windshield from punching it and broke a sensor in my car seat from violently shaking back and forth since I missed an exit because he needed to pee. He's also finished in me when asked not to. And afterward, he said he did it because he knew I didn't want him to. This made me feel violated. And he also would say that he just used me for sex. At one point, he said he had to leave the house because he wanted to punch me in the face until I was dead. He would chuck plates into the floor. He would throw food, even lit candles, which would get wax everywhere. And then Christmas Eve of 15, he threw a really hard plastic refillable dishwand and hit me right above my left eyebrow. It immediately swelled and I had a black eye for two weeks. And he wouldn't let me leave and he blocked the exits. I now have a dent where that hit me after the fluid under the skin subsided, which took three months. Names have also been changed for the purposes of this podcast. On October 11th, 2016, at 10 p.m. is when I recalled the day. He'd been complaining that I wasn't in the same room as him, even though he wasn't interacting with me when I was in the same room as him. He just kept saying that Anna's just the victim and has a victim mentality. Callan, that's what we'll call him. He just kept proceeding to try to cuddle by basically squeezing me, even though it's unwanted. I asked him to stop touching me politely, and he proceeded. Finally, he stopped. But then he called me a bitch for not wanting me by him. And then he kept proceeding to accuse me of cheating because I was downstairs without him. The next day, I was woken up by Callan, complaining that I didn't put his clothes away and being accused of being lazy while he was asking what I even do anymore. He left the house for an hour 
And then he returned home. He went to bed next to me and said that I was lazy and that I don't work. He kept trying to argue and said again that he'll take everything from me and tell everyone that I was just that crazy wife, that I don't deserve anything. Around noon, he asked how my day was. But later that night, he just continued to rant on and be super loud and obnoxious without caring how it made me feel or if it interrupted what I was doing. An hour later, he called me a fucking hypocrite for getting on my phone. He kept asking what I was doing and yelling, only to have him get on his phone, and I didn't say anything. Two hours later, around 10 p.m., he demanded to cuddle and wouldn't let go of me even after I asked him to stop, and I let him know I didn't want to be touched. Then I said, I'll call 911 if he doesn't get off me. He said he, he should call 911 on me for being so comfortable. I said it's my body and to respect it. He said it's his body, not mine, and that he loves being a man so he can overpower women. But then he just proceeded to say he was only kidding. The day after that, he was yelling at me to shut up over and over again, saying that all I do is bitch. The day after that, um, as October uh, 14th, he just kept yelling at me again, calling me the victim, saying that I just play the victim role. That evening, he just kept telling me to shut up constantly and was yelling at me. He yelled at me because the Wi-Fi on his phone wasn't working. And he had four beers plus a glass of wine. And just for kind of a reference point, I don't know if it helped or hurt that I tried to find a, a, a reason or a rhyme to the treatment that I was enduring. I didn't know if it was the alcohol or if it was something else, so I tried any logical thing. I tried to see if it was the alcohol affecting them, whether there was like a certain number or not, only to find that that really didn't end up mattering in the end. The next day, he kept yelling at me over a football game, telling me to shut up constantly. I couldn't talk to him about anything without him snapping. He threw his phone, the TV remote, and was punching the couch and table. He'd started drinking at 3 p.m. In total, he drank a bottle of wine. He drank a fourth of 40% alcohol, and he had eight beers. That night, he sat with the gun next to him on the couch, cocking it and pulling the trigger off and on. When I asked why he was doing it, 
He looked at me with a smirk, holding the gun up while cocking it and pulling the trigger multiple times in a row. He said I won't change for him and is mad about it. He thinks he changed for me because he cleaned the house today. And those were his words. The next morning, he came into the bedroom I was in at 6 a.m. to try and cuddle. I told him, no, I don't want you near me because of last, me because of last night. He got in bed anyway and tried to hang on to what he could of me to get me to stay. Then he followed me down the hallway. He ended up getting back in the bed he was in at first for a little bit. And I went back to where I was originally. That didn't last long. And he tried again to get me to cuddle. I went to the other bed. He didn't come back, thankfully. He told me I was overreacting and that what he did wasn't a big deal. He was just doing it to annoy me. Not a threat to kill me. He also drank four more beers. And in the evening, he tried to pull one of the cats off of my lap to get me to go into the room he wanted me to be in with him. The few days after that, we had very little interaction. In the morning of October 19th, I couldn't say anything, or he just told me to shut the fuck up. He yelled at me for doing dishes from the night before, and he called me a liar because he thought the dishes had been there since Monday. Throughout the day, he was doing his typical mocking behavior and antics, banging on things to try to get a rise out of me, repeating himself over and over again while I was trying to talk to him just so he didn't have to listen to what I was saying. The next entry is October 24th. That afternoon, I was working on my car since I had found mice had been in it. Callan refused to help in any manner. I called my mom's husband to see if he knew of any other places to check in the car. And I had it on speakerphone. Callan opened the garage door from the house and was disgusted. He accused me of cheating on him. After the conversation was done, I confronted him. He said that I was cheating on him and that the voice didn't sound like my mom's husband. I showed him the call log on my phone even, and he said I could have changed the name. He was still mad at me for not going to a work-related dinner with him the night before and making it known that he was angry I didn't do what he wanted. That next afternoon, he called me to accuse me of changing the pin on his debit card, which I didn't do. I said I didn't and that it should still be what it always was. He just hung up without saying anything. That evening, 
I was putting car registration papers in his vehicle in the garage and took some things to get rid of out there too. He followed me and asked to know why I was taking so long. He was upset that I got into his vehicle, if only for a moment. While I was doing dishes and making dinner, Callan proceeded to claim that he must go clean his vehicle and said that I could follow him if I'd like. I didn't. He was out there maybe five, ten minutes. About thirty minutes later, we were eating dinner and his eyes were bloodshot. He was also slurring his words. While he was ladling his soup out, he became aggressive, trying to upset me. I asked him if he'd been drinking at dinner, and he insisted he hadn't, becoming angry. He said that I was out of control and proceeded to keep mocking me and sat there shaking his head with his lip tucked under like a kid copying an attitude. He kept claiming that I was out of control when I sat there ignoring his antics and cruel words. He called me a bitch once again and gestured like he was going to hit one of the cats, only to say he was just kidding when I reacted. I cleaned the kitchen up afterwards, and I went to put recycles in the bin in the garage. He followed me immediately and demanded to know what I was doing and claimed I wasn't in the garage to put recycles in the bin. He demanded that I went back into the house at once. When I just stood there, he looked at me for a while, then went back in the house for about a minute. I was still standing there in disbelief when he came right back out. And he came up to me and started mocking how I was standing by copying me with a smirk on his face. He started claiming he had a surprise in his vehicle for me, which is why he didn't want me near it. When he realized I wasn't going to budge, he took the keys out of his vehicle and locked it. He finally headed back inside, making sure to let the cat out into the garage. I got the cat and I was still standing in the garage when he checked on me again. When I went back inside the house, he said he hated me. Before he went upstairs to bed, he stopped in the room I was in and blew me a kiss. I was able to get into the vehicle and found an empty bottle of Smirnoff vodka underneath the passenger's seat. The next morning, I had slept in the other bedroom last night. He came in before he left and kissed me on the forehead. I told him not to since I woke up to him getting up. He did anyway and said that I was mean. A few hours later, he returned. He was trying to act all nice and claimed that nothing happened the night before. Callan believed I was just being mean. He couldn't understand why I would be distant from him. He said that he didn't want me in his car last night because he thinks I'm controlling. I had the shower running to warm the water up before getting in, and he said, Oh, we should shower together. I said no, and he went to the shower. He went to shower in the other bathroom. When he got done, he found me in the tub, sitting with my knees to my chest, and asked me why I looked like a rape victim. He still hadn't gotten dressed at this time, and he got into the bathtub behind me, even though I stated I didn't want him to. He put his legs on each side of me, 
and pulled my back to his chest, putting his arms around me. I just sat there with my hands over my chest, feeling exposed, biting my tongue with a clenched jaw since he couldn't see my face, or so I thought. He told me to stop being naughty and to stop with the poopy look. He remarked after a couple minutes that if I didn't want him there, I should just say so, and he'd get out. I said, even if I do, you'll have something to say about it before getting out. It doesn't matter what I say, since you'll think you know what I really mean anyway. He claimed he wouldn't make a fit about it. But as he went to get out, he said that I was mean once again. And I got out quickly thereafter and got dressed. When he was ready for work, he came over to me and asked if I wanted a kiss before he left. I said no, and he said, this is why. As if to say everything is my fault. He left for a brief moment. He came rushing back in, grabbed me and kissed me on the cheek, and then patted me on the rear before heading downstairs to leave. He'd forgotten his coffee and lunch, so I opened the garage door to give them to him. Callan asked if I wanted another kiss, and I said no. One of the cats got out into the garage. He told her that he gets it, and that she should run as fast as she can to leave. He claimed he was leaving, but that he'll be he'll make sure to be back to annoy me. I got the cat, headed back inside, and he left. The next day, he called me to demand that I go to Costco. When I said that I had other things to do because I was working on resumes and applications, he called me lazy and said he already told other people that I would go pick up the stuff for the event. I feel like I can't tell him how I feel without him deflecting it. He won't address my feelings. They're constantly invalidated and dismissed. On October 28th, it was a Friday. He had three beers in one hour before driving to a Halloween party. He kept saying that I've wronged him and he was yelling at me. At the party which was at a bar, he got drunk. We were playing Cards Against Humanity with everybody. And while I was reading the cards, I got a card to read. It was Pixelated Bukake. I didn't know what it meant, so I didn't choose it. Somebody explained it to me, and then Callan said he was going to go home and come all over my face to everybody. He was yelling so loud and being so obnoxious. His main goal was to try and get one of the guys laid, and he made that goal known. He was talking to other women because of it. He was trying to tell him how to pick up chicks, etc. But of course, the whole time, he's all like, my amazing wife this, my amazing wife that, as a cover. He agreed to leave before we went to a second place, but went back on his word. He didn't care how I felt. At the second place, he said I could leave, and he'd take an Uber home. 
I said he was just going to cheat on me again, and he did his usual awful cocky smirk. He was grinding on other women and still drinking, stumbling around in front of his co-workers. One of his co-workers' girlfriends noticed I was uncomfortable after having been there for over an hour and asked if I was okay. I explained the situation about needing to leave. One of their boyfriends talked to him, and finally we could leave. He railed into me on the way out, calling me a rat, getting up to my ear and yelling so other people might not hear. I couldn't remember what street the car was parked on as we had walked to the new location. While trying to find the car, he was angry and agitated, yelling, Fuck and God damn it, Anna. When almost to the car, he called me a cunt because I didn't answer his antics. I start crying, and he said, oh, cry it out. He said he wouldn't have called me a cunt if I'd had answered him. There's no apology, no, no remorse, like normal. I cried all the way home while driving, and he didn't care. The next day, he's still upset that I've been sleeping in the other room. And he's angry with me. He won't accept responsibility for anything that's happened. He got mad that I ran the dishwasher this morning. As there's clean dishes that need to be put away before he can wash his beer bottles in the dishwasher before being able to bottle the beer he's brewed. He said, typical Anna, and kept loudly complaining and griping about it. He was throwing dishes and slamming them around while working to put them away. He called me a lazy animal since some of the dishes came out of the dishwasher dirty while slamming them down into the sink. I feel if one thing is out of place that he doesn't like, I get yelled at and blamed for it. This is why I feel like I have to do everything and to cater to him for fear of being mistreated more. October 30th, a Sunday. Callan said I was like cancer. He got mad at me for how I was drinking water, saying I was doing it to irritate him when I wasn't. He started driving recklessly as he was angry and irritable, saying I was out of control. He kept repeating that I can't quit. I responded by saying okay every time. He threatened to throw my salad and plate out of my hands while I was sitting on the couch. He said he's leaving the plastic seal from his new game on the stand to bother me. He kept picking up the cats because he knows that they don't like it and that I don't like it when things happen to them that they don't like. He said he was going to throw one of the cats into the sink that I was cleaning, which was full of hot water and cleaning chemicals. He'd started to drink beer again and was banging the bottles together on purpose to get a reaction out of me. He was banging his phone on the couch right in front of my face, yelling at me. And then he asked what was wrong with me for not saying anything. He got at my face and said, I feel like we've been trying to annoy each other all day. He kept repeating that. I didn't respond. When I tried to voice how I felt, he told me to shut up. He was upset that his football team lost and was throwing the remote and threatening to drink more if I didn't do what he wanted. Shortly after, he started asking, Will you suck my dick? When are you going to have sex with me again? Are you ever going to have sex with me again? 
He was saying that I'll do as he says and do what I'm told. When I said that wasn't right and was upset, he stated he was only kidding. While watching a show called Westworld, he pointed out that his favorite character was his favorite because he rapes people. When I said I thought he was an alcoholic, he said he's an alcoholic because he has to live with me. When I didn't react how he thought I should, he said he hated me. Callan asked if I missed something in the show. I said I didn't. He kept repeating, you missed it. You missed it, bitch. I said, whatever, Callan. Then he threw the crumbs on his plate from chicken nuggets at me while I was doing dishes. While he was folding his clothes, he was chucking clothes into the couch, looking at me with a smirk. One of the cats came over to me, and he raised his arm with a shirt in his hands and gestured like he was going to hit her with it. It was like a guy trying to physically intimidate another guy. He then proceeded to go on about how he worships me. I said he doesn't, and he flipped out. He flipped me off while saying, Okay, thank you. After that, he was throwing clothes at me over and over. Finally, I said something, and he says, Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. On repeat. He just kept repeating it. He then began putting me down, saying I do nothing. When I said he was talking down to me, he said he wasn't, that he was just being real with me. Right after that, he said he thought I was going to be a bitch and clean him out of money when he's gone.